Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to an all-new, brand new Russell Wortham Show, coming to you live, commercial-free, from my secret super bat cave, folks. We're back, and back in the middle of greatness. This is the greatest week on the calendar. This finally, finally is WrestleMania week. Absolutely awesome. Love this time of year. Because for me, this is the actual start of the year. Yes, I know that the Royal Rumble starts actually in January. But for me, it's, it's WrestleMania. And I say that because stories come to an end that really started at the last WrestleMania. And then new stories can start up at a WrestleMania. So that's kind of how I look at at that. But I'm very excited for this. Of course, we had Monday Night Raw. Tuesday, we had... Tuesday, we had the Hall of Fame induction ceremony for... Last year's inductees and this year's inductees. So we will go through that in a bit. We also have NXT TakeOver, Sand and Deliver. We previewed that last week. We're going to review that next week. So be on the lookout for that. Then as well, tonight... Only on Peacock and the WWE Network. Around the world is NXT UK Prelude. That is going to be an awesome event to kick off on Peacock here in the country. If you're not watching NXT UK, uh, come on. It is a really awesome show. Love, love that show. It is just so amazing. And the amount of talent that's across the pond, it's just a ridiculous you know, amount of, of riches, uh, you know, and embarrassment of riches, I should say, that WWE UK has. But we will get to that in a bit as well. Tomorrow night is SmackDown, and then... Saturday, night one, Sunday, night two of WrestleMania, 25,000 people apiece at Raymond James Stadium down in Tampa. Now, I know some people are going to say, oh my gosh, well, it's only 25,000. Yeah, well, let's see. Uh, There are a couple of options. Either A, you get the 25,000. A night, and you say, "Oh, okay, that's cool," or B, you get nothing, which is what we got last year. We didn't have the Thunderdome. We didn't have uh, any type of Zoom, Skype situation. I mean, we got just nothing. It was weird. It was weird to see just really nobody in attendance at WrestleMania last year. Um, They tried to make it 
as cool as possible. But I'm really glad that they have at least 25,000 people uh, there per night. So very grateful for that. So where are we going uh, with uh, this week? So we're going to, of course, uh, talk about NXT UK Prelude. We're going to be talking about WrestleMania 37. I've got your weekly likes and some announcements about this very show. So a lot to unpack. We're going to try to cram this thing into an hour to give it a, a proper big time feel for this week. So here we go. As far as the uh, weekly likes, and if you're not following me over at the Wortham, I'll spell it out for you. Capital T, lowercase H E, capital W, lowercase O R T H A M at the Wortham. Man, it is awesome there. I do what's called hashtag rewind every Wednesday. I go through everything in WWE. I go through uh, Raw, NXT, NXT UK, SmackDown, and if there is a pay-per-view, that is crammed all into Wednesdays. Uh, I just comment on what I see. It's it's really cool, and it's a really cool kind of Reddit vibe where if you want to comment live as as I'm uh, watching it, then great. If you want to comment later, that's cool. Uh, usually I start off Wednesdays 9 a.m. West Coast, noon over on the East Coast, and <clears throat> for my friends over in the UK, uh, that starts at 5 o'clock at night. So that is pretty much the plot for hashtag the rewind. Love doing it. Love, love, love doing it. Um, so the weekly likes. Now, one was not WWE specific, uh, but you got your usual uh, contributors. Mr. Tom Campbell from Cultaholic. Very grateful for him. Oh, my goodness. Very grateful for for him and, and his help and all of that. Karrion Cross is a usual contributor. Peter Rosenberg. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Peter Rosenberg from uh, Cheap Heat. Holy muck. R- really? I, I just, that was amazing. There's a gentleman uh, over in Queensland, Australia. Probably have not heard of the name, but boy, just Google him. Do a search on YouTube. You're going to be like, oh my gosh, this guy is just amazing. 
Uh, it's a gentleman by the name of Champ Phoenix. Uh, so, quick announcement on uh, that. And I'm still trying to set this up because of the time differences and, and all that. But here, hopefully, in the next few weeks, I'm going to have Champ Phoenix on this very show as my very first guest, my very first interview. I'm I'm stoked. I am so super stoked. It is going to be absolutely uh, cool to learn about Champ Phoenix, to um, hear what his goals in wrestling are, and... Uh, See what the wrestling scene down under is. So, <clears throat> we've got that to uh, be uh, looking forward to. This last person is Tony Blackburn. Uh, if that name even remotely sounds familiar, it should because Tony Blackburn is a bit of a radio legend or and not to uh not to embarrass him or anything but i hold him in a very short list very short list of people that i like to call radio gods why because he was the very first person the very first voice you heard clear back in the 1960s on BBC Radio, very first DJ. Uh, I mean, come on, are you kidding me? And now, BBC is global with the uh, BBC Sounds app. And uh, if you don't have that, my gosh, get it. You're gonna love it. Tons of great content there. Uh, but also, also Tony is or was one of the principal hosts for Top of the Pops, which is essentially the UK's version of Bandstand. He did that for many, many years. So when I got a like from Tony Blackburn, and again, it was just a general you know, tweet, I, it was like I took a swing, I knocked it out of the park, you know, walk-off shot and all that. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I, holy moly, that just, that blew me away. And I just was like, are you kidding? This is so cool. So, those are your weekly likes for this week. Now, on to the announcements. Of course, uh, this show is starting to pick up some steam. And there was no physical ink involved, but I did ink a deal with a gentleman from Birmingham, uh, England. His name is Craig Smith. Over at OneStopWrestling.com. All one word. OneStopWrestling.com. That is your brand spanking new home for this show. And I say that because if you go on to 
onestopwrestling.com. You've got uh, a bunch of uh, amazing wrestling podcasts from all over. And down at the bottom of each one, it'll tell you the platforms that they're on. Uh, so let's say somebody's on Spotify or somebody's on uh, Google Play or somebody's on iTunes or whatever. And so all you got to do, I'm going to plug this as much as I can, onestopwrestling.com. All you got to do, go there, look down, find The Russell Wortham Show I'm down at the bottom of the page, but uh, there you can find everywhere that you can listen to this very program if you're so inclined, and my Twitter handle, so that if you want to follow me, if you if you love professional wrestling and you want to follow me, then by uh, by golly by dang, it's right there. OneStopWrestling.com as an absolutely awesome, awesome platform. Very good uh, to be on there. So excited. Very grateful to Craig Smith. And so that is my brand new home. That's the hub, if you will. (laughs) That is the hub of professional wrestling podcasts. Uh, Absolutely love it. So thank you to Craig Smith. Also, like I said, in the next few weeks, I'm going to try, keyword try, because of time differences and all that, to get Champ Phoenix from Queensland, Australia, uh, on this very show. So, we're going to try to do that. Now, uh, what are the next few weeks on Hashtag Rewind over on Twitter going to look like? Well, normally on Wednesdays, I go through every single thing that happened in WWE. So I start off with Raw, go to NXT, NXT UK, and SmackDown. If there's a pay-per-view, I... I pretty much go for that, and, uh, you know, I, I, I pretty much go, you know, for that. But this is kind of a, a weird week, uh, weird couple of weeks, a few weeks, actually. But this is pretty much how we're going to do it. The only three shows we're doing for the next three weeks, starting next Wednesday, are NXT, Sand and Deliver, we're doing NXT UK Prelude the next Wednesday, and then uh, the Wednesday after that, it's going to be WrestleMania 37, so... That's pretty much where we're going with hashtag the rewind over the next three weeks. So, again, next Wednesday, this upcoming Wednesday, it's going to be the uh, major, major 
Joe from NXT, NXT, Stand and Deliver. It's going to be uh, NXT UK's turn next, uh, the week after that with Prelude. And then the week after that, WrestleMania 37. Put that on your calendar. And that's where we're going for the next few weeks with the uh, show as far as uh, following me over at the Wortham for hashtag the rewind. So there's that. All right. <clears throat> so let's let's start off with Prelude. And Prelude comes on tonight. Okay, comes on tonight. For everybody uh, here in the United States, it's going to be on Peacock. Everywhere else, it's going to be on the WWE Network. And you have some amazing, amazing matches for this. Uh, This first match we're going to talk about is going to be one of the most bad-A, butt-kicking just beat the snot out of each other <laughs> type matches. And and this is really a dream match. Now, maybe this has happened in other uh, promotions. But for for us, okay, for us, especially here in the States, this is going to be one of those just dream matches. Like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is in an NXT ring. Holy what it's going to be the NXT UK champion Walter defending defending against Rampage Brown holy what I mean these two are some of the baddest men on the planet I wouldn't want to you know deal with either one of them because my gosh um Walter is one of those people that is uh, absolutely just amazing. I mean, there is no, you know, you don't have to use a camera angle to try to establish, oh my gosh, this guy looks massive, or no, no, this guy is just massive. If you've, if you've watched any Walter matches, you know this guy is massive. And everything he does is impactful and just really, uh, just it just looks brutal. Um, he can ragdoll you. I mean, my goodness gracious. Uh, but Walter, to his credit, can sell. He can sell offense uh, like crazy. So I love Walter. In this role, here's the I don't say problem, but here's the deal. And I kind of answered my own my own question from this past week. Uh, last week I asked, well, so how is it that people from NXT UK are coming over here? I mean, I thought there was a travel ban, travel restriction. Well, yes and no. I mean, there is a restriction, but it's only that you have to come here 
after testing positive, or not positive, <laughs> negative, oh my goodness, negative uh, for COVID. And then you come here, you have to quarantine and all that. And so, and then when you go back, you have to test negative and then you have to quarantine over there, back over in the UK. So that's kind of sort of how that, that works. But Walter came over uh, fairly recently to NXT uh, down in Orlando and challenged Tommaso Ciampa. And so that happened or may happen uh, for NXT TakeOver, Stand, and Deliver. That's going to be another just butt-kicking, bad-A match that they're just going to beat the crap out of each other. Uh, So I thought, wow, okay. And so then I started to think, well, does that mean that Walter is going to drop the NXT UK uh, title championship to Rampage Brown? The answer is uh, not so fast. Not so fast. Uh, so, we'll see what happens with that. But like I said, they are one of the just the, the, the biggest matches, I believe, of the entire year. Tyler Bate, the big, strong boy, going up against Noam Dar uh, to uh, have a chance at A-Kids Heritage Cup Championship. This is a bit of a nightmare scenario for me. Why? Because I love Tyler Bate. I've loved him since the beginning of NXT UK. I had heard of him pre-NXT UK. Big, strong boy. I love when Andy Shepard screams, Big, strong boy. It's just ah, oh, it just gives me so much, so much joy. I just, I just love hearing that. Uh, Tyler Bate, freaky, freaky strength, uh, just magnetic personality. Noam Dar, Scottish. That, that's, come on, Scottish, really? I, I, I I've got, I've got ancestry. I've got people in my family uh, that came from Scotland I mean came from London came from Manchester uh, as as well so uh, I'm I'm all over you know the uh, UK but I mean wow <laughs> so Noam Dar and I love Noam Dar love Supernova Sessions not just saying that for a like I'm saying that because I really do enjoy Noam Dar. I, I think he's a swarmy heel, <laughs> and and that's 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 fun. I love his character. I love his personality. So that's kind of a bit of a nightmare scenario. But here's the deal with this: uh, Tyler Bate, Noam Dar going up, uh, going up against each other to face a kid. For his Heritage Cup championship. Now, if you didn't watch the Heritage Cup tournament, go go watch it. It's it's well worth your time. 
It's a, you know, it is a beautiful trophy. Um, and, uh, so, you know, it is a beautiful trophy. I wish they would make a belt, you know, that, that represented the trophy. That way, you could, uh, pretty much, you know, just go, you know, anywhere. You wouldn't have to, you know, carry the Heritage, the Heritage Cup with you, like, everywhere, but, um, it's, it's a really gorgeous trophy, and, uh, so, that will be amazing to watch. The next match is Mako Satamora, uh, teaming with Amelia uh, McKenzie. Now, Amelia McKenzie, I I've not heard this name. Apparently, she was there at the beginnings of NXT UK, and then she left, and now she's back. Um, so I I don't really know too much about her, but they're gonna be taking on the team of Isla Dawn and Kaylee Ray. This is gonna be a fun match. This is gonna be a fun fun match. Whereas Mako Satamora versus Kaylee Ray a few weeks back was all about, you know, a dream match and respect and honor and all that. This is just going to be just four bad A women just beating the snot out of each other. <laughs> okay, this is honor and respect get thrown out the window on this one. I think it's a bit of an odd pairing, though, with Isla Dawn and with Kaylee Ray. And I say that because Isla Dawn is kind of tapping into this supernatural occult-type vibe, uh, using tarot cards and all that. Kaylee Ray, you know, for the last few uh, few weeks, when she's crossed paths with Isla Dawn, she's like, nope, and she just walks off. Uh, again, I don't really know about Amelia McKenzie and Mako Satamora. <sighs> I mean, what can I say that I haven't said about this, about this lady? She is, I mean, she's just amazing. Love Mako Satamora. So, there's that. So, that is your card for... Uh, NXT UK Prelude coming up tonight only on Peacock here in the States and the WWE Network around the world it's going to be absolutely awesome to see (sighs) now before we get into Wrestlemania 37 just going to go through now. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna break down the, uh, I'm not gonna break down the, you know, the class and and all that. But I am going to, um, I am going to go through and I'm going to uh, share with you uh, who is in the Hall of Fame for 2020 and 2020. One and 
some big, 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 big names uh, on uh, this list. So, if you give me just a second, I'm going to look this up. Uh, like I said, big names, and we didn't have a Hall of Fame uh, last year uh, because of COVID. But um, it, you know, it's an actual just amazing uh, thing that we're even having it this year. So. We've got got a great class uh, for uh, this year. So I'm going to go through the uh, 2020 individuals. Uh, we got John Bradshaw Layfield, well deserved, I think, uh, long, long, long overdue. Uh, of course, his partner, Ron Simmons, in the APA, went in uh, a few years back. British Bulldog, Davey Boy Smith, very well-deserved, long overdue, should not have taken this long. I can kind of see why it took a while, uh, because he married into the Hart family, and... The Hearts have had a bit of a love-hate relationship with WWE over the last uh, number of years. So, I can see why that took a while. And then, the other uh, individual from last year is Jushin Thunder Liger. Cannot, cannot overstate how important he was to wrestling. Uh, absolutely amazing to see uh, see him. And uh, I just can't overstate how just important he was. New Japan, certainly WCW. He was in WWE. He was in NXT for about a cup of coffee. But, my gosh, Jushin Thunder Liger, absolutely amazing. The groups from last year, well, it's the New World Order. Uh, of course, revolutionary. They they got people uh, into uh, the stands, and they got um, people, you know, in into the stands. Um, so we've got uh, we've got them. Uh, love, 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 love that they're in. And the other group that's going in uh, are the Bella Twins, Nikki and Bree. Well deserved. They were one of the cornerstones of the modern women's division. Uh, they brought you know eyes onto the product. Total Divas, Total Bellas, you name it. Absolutely well-deserved for those two. And the celebrity is William Shatner. <laughs> it was William Shatner. Um, 
he uh, was the Raw guest host back in 2010 and a narrator for WWE's uh, series, Rowdy series, Breaking Ground. I didn't realize that. Holy moly. Uh, William Shatner, folks, just turned 90. You heard me right. Captain Kirk just turned 90. <sighs> okay. <laughs> absolutely, uh, absolutely amazing. The Warrior Award, Titus O'Neil, very well deserved. Uh, absolutely uh, amazing with his charitable contributions within uh, Tampa, in around Tampa. The Legacy uh, people, you got Ray Stevens, uh, Brickhouse Brown, Dr. Death Steve Williams, Baron uh, Michelle Leon, and Gary Hart. So that's 2020. 2021, Molly Holly, well-deserved, long overdue. Eric Bischoff, again, long overdue in my book. Kane, Hall of Famer, obviously. The Great Kali, Rob Van Dam. Wow. The Celebrity is uh, Ozzy Osbourne. The Warrior Award for uh, this year goes to Rich Herring, who is the Senior Vice President of Government Relations and Risk Management for WWE. Um... Then legacy people, you've got Dick the Bruiser, Pistol Pez Watley, Buzz Sawyer, Ethel Johnson, and Paul Bosch. That is impressive, folks. That's absolutely impressive. So, we've got all that uh, going in. Now, we finally are going to get into WrestleMania 37 from Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, Florida. Oh my goodness gracious, this is going to be an awesome event. Now, before we get into the card, because there are 14 matches, but, but, but sorry, before we get into the card, I just wanted to share some thoughts about the hosts. Of WrestleMania, uh, Hulk Hogan and Titus O'Neil. Who? Where do I start with this one? Um, odd couple, to put it nicely. Uh, of course, there's the racial aspect of it. Of course, we don't need to relitigate this, rehash this. But Hulk Hogan, a number of years ago said some racist stuff to his daughter on Hogan Knows Best about the person that she was dating at the time and that caused big brouhaha. <clears throat> Hogan said, oh, this is just the way we talk down here in the South. Like, okay, are you kidding me with that? It just... It just 
broke my heart because this man was my hero when I was a kid. I mean, once it got to being 1990 and Undertaker came on the scene, yeah, I I mean, I was still rooting for Hogan, but, uh, you know, it was, I, I switched straight away to Undertaker. But growing up as a kid, I mean, it was Hulk Hogan. I was all about Hulk Hogan. And so when I heard what he said, I, I just I just thought, oh my goodness gracious, are you kidding me? So there's the racial aspect. And I think it's, I think WWE's heart is in the right place. But considering where we are right now in 2021 with the social justice movement that uh, started really last year with George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and all that, going to, to now, I mean, their heart may be in the right place, but the optics, it's all about the optics, and the optics don't look good. They really don't. I just... It just feels weird to me. But beyond that, beyond that, oh my goodness, Hogan has hosted twice. And he's flubbed lines twice. First was the WrestleMania at the Superdome WrestleMania 30 when uh, he went in and he called it the Silverdome. And these, oh, I mean Superdome. And people wouldn't let up on him uh, on that for a while. And then the last time he hosted, he hosted with Alexa Bliss at MetLife Stadium. And I think he called it MetLife Field, I think. Even though the name was plastered everywhere. And I'm like, oh my goodness gracious. Okay, unless you want to do this running gag. Uh, dude, Hulk, I know you probably don't listen to me. But do whatever you got to do. Write it down on a piece of paper. Put it on a, put it on your, 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 your wristband. You know, uh, there's signs all over the place saying Raymond James Tatum, you can't miss it, so Hogan please, 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 please please don't flub up this year unless this is some sort of a running gag but please don't, don't flub up any lines so there is uh, that now on to the matches uh, well, first of all, um, one other thing I I feel like Columbo. Oh, one more thing. Look, twenty five thousand a night is going to be absolutely awesome. We're going to get a live crowd for the first time in over a year, and I just want to say thank you to everybody that's gotten vaccinated so far. I know there's been some mis and disinformation about the vaccines. This is not a political show. I don't like talking politics on the show. But thank you to everybody who has gotten their vaccines. It's it's just really awesome. 
and uh, it's really awesome. The, the faster we're vaccinated, the faster we can get back to some sort of normal, you know, normalcy and, and all that. So there's that. All right. That all said, let's deal with night one of WrestleMania. Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair, of course, won the Women's Royal Rumble this year. Highly emotional, you know, win for her. Uh, This was kind of a non-story-driven match for a while because it was like she wanted to go up against Sasha and there was really no major story. It was just two amazing athletes going after each other. They've started to fill in the blanks some, you know, as far as, oh, you you cost us the, the tag team championships. No, you cost us the tag team championships. And it's just, it's a, it's a very, very basic story. But on its face, Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair is going to be amazing. And I have seen, yes, folks, I have seen on Twitter people saying this should be the main event of night one. And I agree. Because if you look at at, at this, and I mean no disrespect to any of these other matches, but Bobby Lashley with MVP versus Drew McIntyre, Bad Bunny and Damian Priest versus Miz and Morrison, New Day, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods versus AJ Styles and almost Braun Strowman, Shane McMahon, Cesaro versus Seth Rollins, Lana and Naomi versus Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose versus the Riot Squad of Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot versus Natty Nightheart Wilson and Tamina. The only other the only other match on night one that I believe is worthy of being the main event of night one is Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre. Uh but again this would be history making for any number of reasons, because for one, you know, the main event has only gone to women one other time. That was the aforementioned WrestleMania at MetLife Stadium. Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair. Uh, so, I don't know if they're going to say Sasha... And Bianca is gonna go on last or or not. I I I, I don't know. Um, I hope that it's not a mid card night one. That's just not no. That's that is that is a main event worthy match right there. Uh, next up, Bobby Lashley with MVP versus Drew McIntyre. Now, Drew McIntyre uh, retained his uh, championship at the Elimination Chamber. But earlier in the night, The Miz struck up a deal with Bobby Lashley saying, hey, you soften him up. I come in 
I cash in money in the bank, and then you'll get your first shot at uh, the uh, WWE Championship. Pretty sweet deal, right? Well, unless you're a Drew McIntyre fan. (laughs) And Drew was exhausted, and then, of course, Lashley comes in, just absolutely ragdolls the guy. Miz comes in with Money in the Bank, and then that next night, Bobby Lashley said, hey, I'm here to cash in. I'm here to collect. And Miz, being the cowardly heel, said, mm, no, sorry. And then he said, fine, next week. Well, the next week, Miz comes in, and he gets himself intentionally counted out. Uh, the first match of the night, Adam Pierce said, no, you are going back out there at the end of the night to face Bobby Lashley. And Miz lost the WWE Championship rather quickly. Um, and so, yeah, this is going to be just a, just a, just a really solid Two guys being the crap out of each other match. Gonna love this. Bad Bunny. And Damian Priest versus Miz and Morrison. Really not much to talk about. There's been some insults between Bad Bunny and Miz over the last uh, few weeks um, or so. So I, I, I can't really say much about this match except for it's a match <laughs> um, New Day Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods versus AJ Styles and almost for the Raw Tag Team Championships again good solid match I think it's a bit weird that AJ Styles and almost are, are tagging and I say that because AJ is so good He's so phenomenal, pun intended, that I don't see why he's in a tag team match this year. I I just, I, I really, I really don't. Uh, Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon. I mean, Shane, it, it took Shane really just about a cup of coffee to go from, you know, smiling, happy baby face to, yep, I'm back to being a heel. Uh, I've, I've got a problem with Shane McMahon calling Braun Strowman stupid and, and, and really questioning his intelligence. Um, it's just, I don't know. There, there, there are people that have mental disabilities. Uh, I consider myself, you know, one, um, but thing is, uh, we've got so much going on, and you don't just mock somebody for their intelligence or perceived lack thereof. That's just juvenile. Um, so, but it will be inside of a steel cage, so 
We'll see what happens with that. Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. Uh, Seth Rollins comes out. Major pop from the crowd. I was marking out for the guy. And then he slips right back into his Messiah character of like, you need me. Embrace the vision. And everybody walks out on him except for Cesaro who goes in and gives uh, Seth Rollins <laughs> 22 swings. It was rather impressive. It really was. Uh, <clears throat> so, then, uh, finally, night one, Lana, Naomi versus Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose versus the Riot Squad of Liv Morgan and Ruby Wright versus Natty, Nayar Wilson, <clears throat> and Tamina. Uh, this is for a chance at Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler on night two. Uh, again, Roy can't say much about the match, um, but I'm 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 glad that they are going to have um, that they're going to have uh, those um, those uh, opportunities for the tag championships. Now, moving on tonight to Sunday night, Roman Reigns, your Universal Champion, with Paul Heyman. Versus Edge versus Daniel Bryan. Hey, Edge started this thing off. He won the Rumble. Went wire to wire. <clears throat> Built up a match between you know, him and Roman Reigns. Starting at the Elimination Chamber. And then Daniel Bryan shortly thereafter said, Hey, what about me? It's my time. It's my turn. I only have a few WrestleManias left in me. Edge has a problem with Daniel Bryan now because of that. And neither of them are really talking about Roman Reigns. It it feels like a bit of a wasted match. And I say that because they very easily, very easily could have said Edge versus Daniel Bryan night one. The winner of that match goes up against Roman Reigns night two. Problem solved. But they decided to to make this more complicated. And yeah, that was not cool. Uh, next up, Asuka versus Rhea Ripley. Um, this was supposed to be Asuka versus Charlotte Flair too. But... Charlotte, of course, is out with COVID. So, in steps in Rhea Ripley. Uh, and WWE painted themselves into a corner, just like they usually do in these situations, because, to my knowledge, neither of these women have a win at WrestleMania. Asuka, I believe, I, if I heard right, I believe is own 4 Rhea Ripley should have won last year against uh, Charlotte Flair, but WWE panicked because of AEW. They thought they needed Charlotte Flair in NXT, so they gave Charlotte a run with the NXT Championship. I'm not saying that that was a mistake, but I mean, 
Charlotte was only there for about a cup of coffee, and it really, in the grand scheme of things, hindsight and all that, did not really move the dial. No disrespect to Charlotte. It's not her fault. It's WWE's writing's fault. It didn't really it didn't really make much of a difference. Uh, so I mean, who's going to get their first win? And again, they just booked themselves into a corner. Look, is Asuka going to be fine if she loses? I mean, I guess. But I I don't know. It just it feels like um uh it just it just feels just kind of like icky. Uh next match is uh, the Fiend with Alexa Bliss versus Randy Orton. Don't need to really recap the story too much because it's it's quite possibly the best story of twenty twenty one. Um, absolutely been just amazing. So, uh, I've, I've rather enjoyed it, but this is where I think this needs to end. You know, uh, this, this, this has to end here, here and now, both for Randy's sake and the Fiend's sake. <clears throat> uh, Big E versus Paulo Cruz in a Nigerian drum match. I don't even know what the heck that is. Uh, for the Intercontinental Championship. I'm a little worried about this match. Just because... Uh, you know, Shinsuke Nakamura... Did not make it on to the WrestleMania card. Absolutely should have made it onto the card. Uh, against Big E. That would have been a heck... That would have been a match I would have loved to have seen. Uh, But Shinsuke is not going to be on there. Um, So, there's that. Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. Look, don't need to necessarily go through this storyline either. Because it just, it writes itself. They They are friends in real life. They're natural rivals in the ring. Going clear back to uh, Ring of Honor. So, I believe Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn will steal the show. Flat out. I believe that these two could very well steal the show. Uh, Riddle. uh, The United States Champion going up against Sheamus. And um, these are just two guys just going to beat the snot out of each other. I really believe that. Finally, Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, the baddest women on the planet, with Reginald going up against the winner of the tag team term oil from night one. It's going to be a heck of a match uh, either way. Now, before we... Uh, wrap up the show. Um, I'm going to share with you who I believe is going to be the MVP and the uh, main event of night one and the MVP and the main event of night two. So the MVP of night one is going to be Drew McIntyre because, my gosh, he it's going to be the first time in over a year 
He's going to have a live crowd. And it's just going to be really awesome to see people's reaction to Drew uh, live. Main event. Look, I love Sasha. I love Bianca. And they would kill it on the main event. But it's Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre. Send people home happy. I'm not saying they couldn't send them happy. Uh, some uh, send them home happy. I should say uh, with Sasha and Bianca, they absolutely could. I just I think there's more equity, more involvement with Drew's story over the last year, carrying not just WWE but an entire industry on his back. During the COVID era, I think you need to reward Drew for that. But it's very close. It's one and it's one A as far as I'm concerned. Uh, night two, it's Roman versus Edge versus Daniel Bryan. Um, I mean, Asuka and Rhea, but there's not much of a story there. Uh, Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. <sighs> you know, I think that's just going to seal the show. You know. Um, so, that's that. My MVP for night two is going to actually be Edge. Because it's going to be the first time... It's going to be 10 years to the day that he had to relinquish the World Heavyweight Championship in, I'd say, the greatest retirement speech ever. <laughs> so, uh, we've got that going on for us. So, just got a couple minutes left. I just want to say thank you again so, so very much for everybody uh, being here. For listening to me on a weekly basis. Very grateful for all my followers on social media. And so, we will come back next week. We will talk about NXT uh, TakeOver Stand and Deliver. We're going to be talking about NXT UK Prelude. And we're going to be talking about WrestleMania 37. It's going to be... At least an hour, maybe a two-hour special. So, one uh, show in the morning on Wednesday, next Wednesday. One show in the afternoon. We will see how much comes out of those shows. So, uh, just like the Beatles sang all of those very many years ago, love is all you need I will see you guys next week.